The Backdoor GA Podcast for 2023 is now brought to you by Steed Motor Group. For your personalised vehicle shopping experience, visit stevemotorgroup.ie. So delighted now to be joined by Galway Minor Hurler Manager Fergal Healy to look back on the Galway Minor Hurlers uh, season and we'll have a brief look at the club championship as well. Um, it felt like the perfect time to get Fergal onto the podcast. Fergal, have you been able to look back on the minor campaign yet? Um, yeah, I suppose like real, like um, yeah, I've watched the final back a few times at this stage, um, and yeah, I suppose you'd be, I suppose, reflection on the whole championship, and uh, obviously the final was was disappointing, disappointing from a performance point of view, and um, I suppose for us being involved with the minors for the season, you know, like winning or losing wasn't really the focal point as such. Obviously, human nature. Is there and, and you when you when you play you want to win and you try to win and all that like um but I think the most disappointing aspect of the final was we just we just didn't turn up and um, for whatever reason and uh, Clare were much better than us on the day and, and fully deserved the win but hopefully it'll be a lesson to the lads uh, as they go forward you know a lot of them you'd expect to um will kick on with under twenties over the next three years so they'll have they'll have loads of opportunities to rectify that performance anyway. It's something um, Alan Glynn, the Galway minor football manager, he was on the podcast last week and he was just talking about, obviously at minor level you have development and young dads are going to want to win. And he was just saying, you really do need the healthy balance between both. And I, I presume for yourselves it was the exact same. Oh, absolutely. And it, it, I, I, we went under the 10 match this morning against Gort and... You try and tell them nine and ten year olds that this game is for fun and the, the, you know winning doesn't matter, and you get it back uh, tenfold quite quickly. So of course that is there, and when you go out to play any sort of game, you want to win the game. So it's to get that balance, uh, definitely. Uh, you know I'd agree with that. Like um, obviously a huge part of it is is development because it is a development age. You're dealing with 16 and 17, 16 and seventeen year olds. So obviously they're very impressionable at that age. You're trying to get good habits into them and and set them up as they go forward into the next chapter. Whereas whether that be under twenty, whether that be a development group, whether that be minor for the coming season again, for some of them. So yeah, if you can get the balance and look, we had it for most of the season. In fairness to that, you know they were impressive all through, and it was just yeah, just unfortunately we just didn't kick on enough in the final. But as I said, um, it might not be the bad, the, the worst thing for them. You know, time will tell. We have. We obviously, like everyone, it's well documented, we've won a huge amount of minor championships and um, we're kind of struggling to kick on to the, at the next level then again. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how things go over the next few years. Uh, how do you go about developing Galway under 17 hurlers? I suppose, well, like from a physical point of view, and like that's like when we started the job, um, whenever we got a point, it was back in track of the years at this stage but back in was around before Christmas uh, 2021 and I suppose we just looked again at that time of year you you, you get a group of lads together and we got them set up in the gym I suppose that November and a lot of them have that block of work under them so like that kicked on and we kept it going through all through last summer they had a, a month's break after after Tipperary beat us in the semi-final and they were in again like so 
it's the same for this group. Um, they will start their their SNC, the athletic development phase. The next phase of that program for these guys starts actually tomorrow evening. So they're all back in again with Lucas and Evan Hennessy tomorrow evening. And I think that's, you know, they come to us like a really high standard player. And, and, and that's a testament to the clubs and what the clubs are doing. As I said, I'm involved there with under nines and tens and I have young lads playing under seven as well. So I'm gone every week or a couple of times a week to, to various clubs playing underage games. And like the standard is, is through the roof. Like um, that's even at, at that young age. It's phenomenal what, what clubs are doing. So I think in Galway, we will always have a conveyor belt of good hurlers coming from the clubs. It's it's what we do with them when we get when, when they come under our control. Then like from, and I suppose, look at it, it's well highlighted, it's well documented. You know, everyone, I suppose, rightly or wrongly, looks at Limerick and the way they're, the team they have at the moment and every, you know, they're up there and everyone wants to kind of pitch themselves against those guys. But, We'll always have good players in Galway. I suppose for us, it's to, you know, improve their athletic development. And for most of the time, we have them. In fairness, like so, as I said, we started with this group last September. Um, so we had whatever we had, roughly 30, 16 year olds, 30, 15 year olds last September, and they kicked off. And that's that same group is there. And some of these guys, 39 of them made a minor squad and others would have made a Celtic Challenge group and others then would be part of Niall Canavan and the under-16 group again this year. So you're kind of covering a lot of the bases there with those and it's all those guys. I think we've, we have, how many guys is it? The cuts of 80 guys starting tomorrow evening again, you know, between the guys we had on the panel and then everyone outside of that, be it Celtic Challenge or under-16 players. So we'll run that as our current management, we'll run that until September. And then in September, we will hand that over. Obviously, you know, we're on a two-year term at minor, so that will come up probably over the next couple of weeks and go back to the clubs. But from our point of view, we'll hand it on to whoever is next or whatever the story may be, it's there. And I suppose we're just trying to set up a structure so that whoever is involved at minor or, you know, over the coming years, over the next five years, that they have a kind of template to work to. And I think that's important. I think it's important that the guys, especially this athletic development, athletic development becomes part of their um, their preparation when they're playing. Keep them going. And they have that collective session then, which I said, with during the week and look at every county is doing it at the moment uh, Mick Fennelly is at it down in Kilkenny with the Kilkenny under 17s as well so this is not something we're, the only, we're not the only ones doing this like this is happening everywhere else you know and we just have to be on the ball about it and, and keep it going and make sure we progress it through the coming years like so you know we're trying to get these guys ultimately ready to step into a senior squad and be able to probably play senior and, and survive at senior by the time they're 19, 20, as opposed to being 22, 23, I think. And that's probably where we're falling down a little bit in, in Galway at the moment. So it is. Is that the most important aspect, do you feel, of developing those players? Well, no, like, I mean, you've huge... It's one aspect of but like, obviously the hurling is a massive side of it as well. And, and, and that'll change and differ with 
different managements and different coaches and all that kind of thing. So, you know, the way we tried to play this year, you know, I think was fairly evident. You know, we, the lads were very comfortable on the ball. They used the ball well. But you have to be able to mix it up as well. So we were lucky we had, you know, the likes of Jason Rabbit where you could go along with or go direct with as well. So I suppose for us, you're trying to, you know, expose these guys to, to the various aspects of the game. Like you look at Limerick with their their short ball game and the way they use it. And, you know, like I said, Galway learned the lesson last week when they, when they stood off them and gave them the ball. You know, at that level, you know, they're going to kill you. So, but they can do it both ways as well. And I think it's it's important that for young guys going up through the years that they are exposed to both types of hurling. And hurling evolves the whole time. And I'm sure another team will come with something different to what Limerick are successful with at the moment. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of the way we look at it. But it's, look at it, it's, it's various different, different aspects. And like these guys are in school as well. So, you know, that you want to, you want to be there there for them to help them in that regard as well and, and, and all of that like so yeah but look we kind of came in from the nutritional side of things which is hugely important especially with the athletic development side of it that all feeds into it so look at there's everything is there and available to these guys 12 months of the year at this stage so it's not just you come in for six or seven months and that's it like so um, but I think that's the way it has to be that's the way it has to be going forward just when you're mentioning their athletic development, probably nutrition, video analysis, all these kind of things that these players are getting used to, is, is that one aspect, though, of getting them used to nearly everything that senior teams are doing? Maybe not as in-depth in some areas, but just getting them used to all of this. Yeah, it's, it'd be like a little... focus on analysis that much to be honest with we, we might have done maybe having a look at whatever team we were playing against that was coming up against us and maybe to reflect back on the week before briefly like but it was with the championship and I suppose it's probably the same at senior it's kind of week on week um, and for us initially we had three weeks in a row and I think we'd break for maybe a week until a Leinster semi-final so it was fairly hectic so but I suppose our own philosophy from it was that we really didn't focus on analysis and video analysis and stuff and you don't want to bore these guys either. Like, I mean, I know myself, um, you know, and while it's important um, to a point, I don't think you can overdo it. And especially these are young guys. All they want to do is hurl. Like, um, like I remember back to when I was 16, 17, and the last thing I wanted to do was go into a room and somehow showing video clips for an hour or something like so. Um, we definitely didn't really, we gave them a, a, a touch of it, I suppose. Um, but ultimately, we wanted them to enjoy it, like enjoy the whole experience. That was the most important thing. And when you're out playing, hurling, and and doing enjoyable stuff on the pitch, I think that's the more that's the that's the biggest side of it. I, the other side of it, as I said, the S and C is is an education thing. That's that's the way it's going to be for them if they're going to progress through the levels. This has to be part of the preparation. This has to be part of the training. Twelve months a year, again with the nutrition side of it, and that takes a lot of work. And at this age group. Obviously, they're under 17, under 16, 17, you know, you're, so you're depending on Manny and Daddy having everything, you know, from, from the nutrition side of things at home. So, yeah, um, look, we had a few kind of workshops online with Karen during the year with, with the parents as well as the players, like, because obviously these guys are all still, still living at home. So it's not a case where they have that. But look, at, it gives them an insight into what's ahead of them and what they need to get used to doing. 
And just a point you did touch on earlier before we touch on the minor journey uh, this year. You mentioned there about maybe it's taken some players and then a goal senior setup when they're coming from minor under 20s or under 21s that they've been at 22 or 23 to come through. But why has that been, do you think? Did I lose you there for a bit? Sorry. Just oh, bear with me a second. No, Ed. Ed. Apologies. Can you hear me? You can. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Paul. Yeah. You were just saying about how it takes so long, is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, look at it. It's a, it's a difficult it's a difficult thing, I think, to manage. Um, and like, but like, I think we are doing a relatively good job of it. Like, if you look to last Sunday and you look at the maybe not so much on the first fifteen, but definitely on the the panel as such, like you had a lot of guys in around 2021, like uh, probably more guys. I think we had more guys in our subs than, than most other teams had. Like we've a lot of guys involved. I think the thing for them is, and for, for the senior management going forward is that they, and I, they know themselves, they, they probably need to just expose these guys to more game time, expose the Tiernan Killings and Gavin Lees and TJ Brennan's and, and Liam Collins's and, and all of these guys that they have in there, Sean O'Hanlon, they're like they're all brilliant players. You'll see them playing in the senior championship in the coming weeks. And um I think the more exposure they get to maybe National League and Walsh Cup and all that, and take the pressure off the, you know, the older lads, you know, the the Garage Max and, and, and Joseph Cooney and the Mannions and Dye and these guys. Um, because they do they do need help, like, you know, and it's it's still like like them older guys are fantastic, like and but at this day in this day and age to try and stay 75 minutes toe to toe with a team that's a good bit younger than you, it's tough going. Like, um, you, you know, watching the tennis there this afternoon, Djokovic is up against Alcara there, like, and like it's watch, it's like watching a, a, a miniature or a, a version of, of, of Djokovic as a young guy, like, and I suppose you know, he wants to prolong this. This, that that matches as long as possible, and Djokovic is trying to finish it as quick as possible. So, and he's fifteen years, I think, uh, senior than than Alcaraz. So, um, I think we do we do need to try and there's plenty of, there's plenty of good hurlers in Galway. There's more than enough of them, and um, of course, everyone will say, sure, where are they to replace these guys at this point in time? You know, today they mightn't be there to replace them or ready to replace them today or tomorrow, but over the next eight or nine months, ten months again, you know, we have the raw material there and um, just to, as again to expose them. And when these guys get the chance, they have to grasp it as well. Like when you're hitting 21, 20, 21, 22 at this stage, these guys have to stand up and be counted as well. Like and take a bit of, you know, when they are given the chance, they need to grasp it with two hands and try and nail down a position as well. So would you see would you see Go as a county being in a better position when you look at these players coming through compared to previous years, if you look at this year, for example? Yeah, I, I do. I, I genuinely think there, there's plenty of players there. I do. like, And I mean, you're like, off that 2020-21 minor side, like, there is a lot of players in there in the squad at the moment. There's probably more to go into it. You know, Alex Cunier from Sarsfield is just one off the top of my head, Ian McGlynn. 
I think it was on the extended panel there as well. Like so, like there's there's plenty of those guys in it. You're not going to get six or seven lads off every minor site, but I suppose you're going to have a minor site every so often where you're going to get maybe five, six, seven. Like and I suppose you're it's to get that a little bit more regularly, isn't it? Um, you know, the 2015 minor team that won with Jeffrey, and um, like you have you have a lot of those involved at the moment and they are probably the group of guys now that really need to take hold of this senior squad and, and drive it on. You know, the, the Fintons and Jack Grealish's, Tom Anahan's, Beano's, all these guys were playing that time. Uh, you know, I know I'm leaving out a couple of more lads there, but these guys need to need to, need to to be the driving force uh, for Galway going forward. And again, if you can add, if you can add three or four guys to that and try and try and make the, the team and the squad more competitive. And that's, that's the objective of, of any management uh, going in taking over a team. Just on the minor journey then, is it something that you really enjoyed this year? Yeah, like, you know, you only get involved in any of this kind of stuff for enjoyment, for me anyway. And yeah, look what we had. I had a good group of guys with me in the management. And we had a fantastic group of players with a fantastic group of parents uh, that brought all these guys all over Galway to training. And again, I said, bringing them over to Cairnbridge to the gym there or Lock George to the gym, gym, kicking off again tomorrow evening. So, you know, we wouldn't have any of that without the parents and they were a pleasure to deal with. Again, the, the players were fantastic. They were like sponges. They're at a good age where you can, you can give them a lot of, I suppose, a lot of tips and, uh, you know, from the coaching side of things and all of that, like, but yeah, look at it, it was hugely enjoyable. Yeah, I, I definitely, probably the most enjoyable group I would have been involved with uh, to date anyway. Yeah, for sure, regardless of what age it was. You assembled quite a management team, it's safe to say, uh, this year, even when you look at your selectors, Joe Canning and James Gehill is there for goal. Eamon Cleary has been involved with Sarsfields, Port Duddy, and as well as former Clambridge and Galway earlier, Mark Kearns, like that was that was a management team that stood out to a lot of people early on there. Well, I suppose like these are guys that have given a lot of a lot, given a lot to Galway, so they have. And I suppose unconscious, like especially uh, Joey and and, and James, uh, they're not long finished, and I'm sure other clubs, other counties would have been knocking on their door. I've no doubt they probably still are. Like, but from my point of view. I think we should be keeping all these guys in Galway as much as possible. Um, we have enough teams and enough players and stuff to try and get right ourselves. And, and look at it for Joe and James as well. It's probably starting out to see, you know, from them, they're obviously they're, they're still obviously playing club and all that. But like from an inter-county point of view, they're not long finished. And I suppose going in at this level, it's a nice age group to work with. It's not hugely time consuming, you know, versus senior. So I think it was a nice fit for them guys and it gave them an idea of, of, of you know, give them a grasp of coach and, and that side of it because they're starting out of that. Like, so look at everybody would have learned from each other in the setup. Eamon has huge experience from, from Sarsfields, obviously. He's still playing away himself. Uh, Mark, you know, is involved in every team in Clarenbridge as far as I can see, Hurling and Camogie. So, you know, very knowledgeable, was a fantastic player. And uh, again, Porrick would have been leading up all the coaching. So, yeah, look, at the, it was a strong setup from that point of view. And I think, the, you know, and, and we have different personalities there in the management, you know. So you had the, like, Porrick and James would be probably 
you know, having the crack with the boys and uh, myself and the and, and Eamon and Joe were probably a bit more serious with them. So you need a bit of a balance with everything. And um, I think the lads themselves would have enjoyed the experience. And definitely as a management, we, we, we thoroughly enjoyed it. From a forward perspective, to have Joe Canning working with these minor forwards must have been something that was only a positive, I presume. I think so, yeah. I mean, like... If lads aren't going to, you know, pay attention to what you know what Joe is going to say to you, or a bit of advice he might give to lads, and uh, but I think it was evident, you know, even the last two years, like uh, we've we have good players in Galway. Like obviously we're there. We we just you know for me it's it's facilitating all of this to happen, and, and trying to pull as good a management group together as possible, and and we all kind of work in conjunction with each other. Like uh, you know, you had Evan Hennessy as well. Um, a leash man there living in Athenry, hurling with Rahun, and he looked after the SNC with with um, Lucas, but a great personality as well. Like, and really has a huge, has a really strong relationship with the lads. And I think that's important as well. Like that, you do develop these relationships with the lads, and and you get on, and they trust you. But yeah, look at when Joe is there telling you, to, you know, giving you, you know, lads tips, whether it's free taking or movement or, you know, whatever way they strike the ball. And um, lads, I think, will take that on board. So they will. And um, but it's the same with, you know, with James, with the keepers, with the lads he had last year. And again, this year, like the, the standard of goalkeeping, is fairly high. You look at Donafahi last year, he was excellent. I think he got on the team of the year and the same again with Shane. Shane, this year, like definitely one of our best players um, in the season. So I think you can't underestimate having the likes of those guys and letting them, having the, those come back, giving that bit back and working with, with this young age group. And again, look, at it gives the boys a taste of, of coaching and that side of it. And they can decide themselves, you know, as they move up through the, through the ranks or whether it's something they want to do or, or not want to do. Did you find it tough as a management team to deal with the expectation that surrounded this squad? Because, like, it's fair to say people were labelled in this Galway minor team as as a really special minor team. Is that tough to deal with that expectation when you consider these lads are only 15, 16? Uh, sure, look, at that That kind of happens in Galway quite a lot. Like, it, it's easy enough to excite people, so it is. Um, you know, I've seen it before with other minor teams and all that. Like, so, nah, not really. Like, I mean... Like we done well in in Leinster, and um, but we knew full well like that the Munster Championship was obviously more competitive. Teams were were definitely more evenly balanced, and there was a lot of tough games there. So we knew Clare were coming, and they had a lot a lot behind them. Like, um, so again, look at you can only guard these guys. We only have them for whatever we have them three or four hours a week, between the few sessions and whatever you do at the weekend, and so it's something they learn. You know, they, I think they learn themselves. Maybe maybe some of that patting on the back stuff got into their heads before the final it's probably hard to guard against it and maybe that was part of the reason we just didn't perform maybe we just thought well, this is going to happen like it happened in all the previous games through Leinster in the semi-final but in the semi-final like we had a tough battle with a really good Cork team and they came back at us hard and brought us back to three points and I remember at the time I think Cullen Burke had a shot that went to Hawkeye and it gave us that two or three minute delay that really, and that set us up for the rest of the game. So Cork were a good side, and we just, I said, we got goals at the right time, and we kicked on. And against Clare, we start, started well. We went three points up, 
but we had a lot of bad rides. We had, you know, a few wrong decisions that probably would have settled us. And then every time Claire attacked, they seemed to score. So, yeah, look at hopefully, as I said, the lads will learn from this and at least look at, you know, they're, they'll spend the next six months now um, and they'll have a cause when they when they move on for, as I said, whatever they move on to next year, whether it's the lads staying with minor or the lads moving on to 20. So, you know, did they know they 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 didn't perform in the, on the biggest day and hopefully that's something that they'll want to rectify. Just on that, Iron Island is a name that's really exciting Galway Hurling fans at the minute. Was this, was that tough? Like, would there have to be in conversations with him not, not to listen to any of that? I look at Iron is look at Iron is from a, a brilliant family there, um, you know, fantastic parents, and he has Evan there at home as well, and um, his sisters involved with Galway Camogie, Neve as well. So like Aaron knows knows himself. Like he's a he's a really intelligent, grounded young fella. He's a quite young fella and uh, loves hurling. And um, I think we're lucky to have him in Galway. And I think you know, hopefully going forward, we we'd see we'd see how good he's going to be and. Yeah, look at he's an exciting talent. But there's 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 a good few exciting guys there that I can't wait to see progress over the next five years, four or five years, three years, hopefully, uh, as soon as possible. And um, for us to see maybe five or six of those guys maybe progress and, and be senior players in four to five years' time or three to five years' time, you know, and that that would be a, a better measure of success for me anyway, as, as an under-17 uh, management, as part of an under-17 management. I would I would look at that as more successful Pianosicha than than lifting a minor cup now. Is that the is that the aim now to well you're over this minor team to get as many players through to senior as possible? Yeah, for us, well look we can only get them onto the next level, like and that's under twenty. But we need to when they come to us, we need to take them and put them in a better place to move on to, to under twenty, really. Because obviously we have some of them we'll have them, you know, a lot of the group we've probably had for two years, but like next year's minors, there's I think we had twelve or thirteen of them were on the, the panel of thirty nine, so that's that's a quite a, a chunk of players there that have a, have had great experience from the, for the last year and hopefully they'll kick on. But yeah, for us, all we can do is take them in and give them twelve months or so, and uh, hopefully give them on to the next group or next management, wherever that is, um, at whatever level that is, and in in a good place. Yeah. And then, ultimately, you're trying to give these guys good habits and hopefully not all of them will kick on and, and play senior. But, you know, you'd hope that those that don't turn around and be really good club players and, and you know, show up in the in the club championship over the years. like Because that, that's the way it works. You're not going to get them all. They're not all going to play senior for Galway. But you would hope that they'll all stay playing and, and, and I said, show up well for their clubs uh, in the higher grades through the years. Just with the... I suppose from the start of getting into the Leinster Championship, like I know talking to Paul Bellew, there is massive, massive work put in to get into that Leinster Championship. But how much of a positive was that? Because like if you compare your games this year to like it was a much larger, significant amount of games you've got this year compared to your previous year where you came up short against Tipperary. Yeah, it was incomparable really to be honest with you. Um Albeit it was late in the day when we found out about it, but yeah, like I said, it was the most enjoyable experience I suppose we've had as a management. In that we had seven days out with seven championship matches, 
we had seven days where we were gone on a bus together and we had all of that like so it meant the, the players themselves I suppose bonded a lot more because they were together more frequently and I think as the games as we went through the games you know a lot of players got game time and we improved with the games and I think it showed that all the way through and uh, definitely it needs to be it needs to be a, a prerequisite really for Galway going forward especially at this grade that that we are in under 17 in Minster again for the coming season and 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 past that because you can't replicate games and hopefully hopefully these seven games will stand to those young guys now over the coming years and will help them you know be good under 20 players and and maybe you know improve our record or under 20 now like you know hopefully that'll be a fair reflection on getting into Leinster so again like fair play to Paul and Claude and Damien and, and everyone that helped out in that regard because it was it was a massive job to get in there really and there was a lot of resistance but in fairness they stuck at it and and they were successful and I think it's it's, it's been a hugely successful year for us anyway and um, as a group to, to experience all that. Presume, presume from your own perspective initially when you came in there was obviously frustration there but then when you see the games in Leinster and Everton and even you see Galway winning the first ever Leinster title this year at minor level like that's definitely an accomplishment I'm sure that you took satisfaction in but to just see the two kind of contrasts as well Yeah like sure like, like last year we our first game was around I think the 22nd or 3rd of May roughly around that and we were playing at Clare who had come through a tough monster campaign um, and to be honest we like we beat them well on the day but to be fair they had been beaten on penalties after extra time in a monster final ten days previous. So, was there a danger? Think... Was there a danger there with your kind of first year where you didn't actually know where this team was at when you're going into that stage? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, sure. Look at it, it's you know when you have a, a new bunch of players that you get at the likes of minor level, so they've never played together before, and you've never you're coming up against teams there and that have gone through a, a monster campaign. The only thing is. You know, you'd fully trust the guys, Parik, Joe, James, Aim, and Mark, that the work that they had done, that we'd done with the lads, was up to the level required, and and like that showed. Like we like we we looked after Claire quite well that day. Again, I'd say I don't think Claire were were at their best. They were after coming after a, probably a deflating uh, defeat, but they picked it up again then after that, and they got to the the semi final against Athlone similar to ourselves. Like so. I don't think you can also underestimate the, the games though, like because the games improve, lads. And again, we came in last year, mid-May. I think we were nearly in the final this year at that stage by the time we played our first game last year. Um, and then we had Leash following following week. So we played two games, one Saturday after the other. <clears throat> and then the semi-final against Tip. And obviously Tip had came through a fairly tough campaign, successful campaign. But we led that game in injury time and they came back and got a goal and obviously they were lucky against Offaly in the final. So I think both years were, were knocking on the door and I think once you're there, thereabouts, um, shows that something right has been done and that the players are at the, the required level. Again, I, I keep alluding to it, it's it's trying to hopefully get them on to the next level now um, at under 20. And then again, be more competitive really, I suppose, maybe try and Maybe the importance of winning silverware at that level is a little bit more important than under seventeen. But um, yeah, ultimately try and try and get get, get these guys onto senior within the next two to three years. Yeah, just that Clare All Ireland final 
you mentioned there maybe just your shooting taking the wrong option in the first half and you, know, you didn't know what you didn't perform on that day is is can you look back and take positives from that game or is there still elements where you look back with a bit of frustration at that ah look at yeah you look back with, with frustration of course you do but um yeah look i think the positives are is just the experience that the lads got like and there was some passages where they played okay you know but ultimately you look at that game and you look at all our other games and it's very hard to pick <laughs> a huge amount of positives and uh, I think the players would agree agree with me there but ultimately I think they have to take that experience as something hugely positive really like and to play in front of such a big crowd I think for the second half or like when we came in alone I think the one of the stands was almost full with awfully people so like that was even before our game probably an hour before the earth throw in so you know you had a probably good to 30,000 there for for most of the second half which was probably you know great experience for them like and you should stand to them going forward yeah and how was it picking them up from an all-out final defeat look at young lads are resilient they, they'll bounce back, bounce back from us a lot quicker than I will <laughs> so they will and <laughs> um, you know, but they they were you know they were grand like they, they you know they enjoyed the whole experience and I suppose you're trying to tell them while it is hugely disappointing not to get over the line at the end of the at the end of the day it's 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 not the most important thing. Look, as I said, I was I was coaching the 2019 minor team with with Brian Hanley and we were we were successful that year, and um, you know you're looking at again it was successful in that we won a cup, but it'd be more you get more satisfaction out of it if you've seen, you know, I said Alex Cunier and Gavin Lee and, and Owen Lawless and, and Ian McLean and Sean O'Hanlon and that group of players kicking on and, and playing in National League games next year, like, then you know, okay, you know, they got a good experience at that at that level and, and they're and they're progressing. So, yeah, look at young lads are resilient. Um, you know, I know they've met up a few times themselves and they went to the 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 next Galway game they went off as a group themselves as well and I know they've met up regularly so I think that bond is there with that group and I think it's there because they spent so much time together albeit travelling and to and from matches as opposed to you know um, training week on week on week and only having two or three games in the season so again hopefully that will stand to them stand to them over the coming years were you able to meet up as a group after um like a few weeks after the game or anything? Yeah, we met last Friday, two weeks. So we did. We actually had a, a testing session with Lucas and Evan. Um, so yeah, look, we had, I think, 36 guys out of 39 were there. And a few guys were just away. But um, yeah, look, I said, Lucas tested them and get them set up, I said, for the next phase of their of their development or that athletic development that starts tomorrow. So, um, but we had a good chat that evening. And we kind of just a, a quick recap, I suppose, on the season. But again, for me and for the lads, it's about looking forward as opposed to looking backwards. They've all kind of probably had a chance to look back in the game. And for, for them, players themselves, it's it's what they need to look at, you know, their prep, you know, for the, maybe the couple of weeks beforehand and, and maybe what changed in that regard. Because and we're the same as management. I'm not... You know, abdicating responsibility there, right? and like we have, you know, we've been looking and you know, scratching your head, like would you change anything from what you did before the other games? But look at a final as a final, it takes on a life of its own, and uh, sometimes it's very hard to guard against some of the stuff. Um, 
that's that's going on out there. But again, hopefully it's a lesson learned for them. Would you hope to stay on after this two-year term? Yeah, sure. Look at it. Again, it's a two-year term, so uh, the, this job will go back out to the clubs for for nominations there in the next week or two, and we'll see what happens really after that. To be honest with you, like you know, we've we've given it a good rattle. I think for the last two years, it's been very enjoyable. You know, whether we stay in situ for another year or so or two, it's not really it's not really my decision. To be honest with you, um, it'll come down to the county board and the clubs and, and that and that's that's just the way it is but um, yeah look at it. it's been an enjoyable couple of years and whatever happens happens I suppose Just with that as well Fergal there we're talking about the minors getting them players through to the 20s but obviously there's a lot of talk at the minute with the seniors coming up short last weekend um, against Limerick in that semi-final are you now where is going senior early in that? Um, look, at, I suppose it's 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 probably at a little bit of a crossroads in that um, it is, you know, everybody knows we need more injection of more younger players. And uh, but that's 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 probably going to take a little bit of time and um, whether National League next year is enough to bring on three or four lads, five lads, maybe and get them up to championship level. Time will tell like, but. We're definitely at a situation where I think you can't keep depending on the older guys to get you through 70, 75 minutes of championship hurling anymore. I think I think them guys have given huge service and you want to keep them all. Absolutely, their experience is invaluable, but I think they need help and I think they need help. I think the younger guys need to stand up now and, and be counted and, and push on and and start you know being taking positions on the team as i alluded to earlier and um, we need that like we need five or six guys to come through that national league next year if that's possible um, and 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 try and take a uh, place on that senior team is is that the thing that's needed for goy to reach the holy grail look they're not far off it like to be fair like you know there's like i think limerick are an exceptional team i think they're a good bit ahead of most most teams and I think once they got through that monster championship and they had their break there for a few weeks they seemed to be gone up another level I think that was evident in the second half it, you know Galway were well on top for 25 minutes or so and, and we're doing the right stuff but I think there was you know Limerick were, were working through their gears as well like they had been off for two weeks and they were probably finding their feet a little as well so they're going to be a tough side to beat. I don't think they're going anywhere for the next couple of years either. And they're still relatively young squad. But look, they can't stay there forever either. And it's usually cyclical, cyclical enough. Like so, another group will come, and and hopefully Galway will be will be knocking around that group. With that, it's probably about you talked there about adding players and like the names you're mentioning there, Liam Collins and all those. You expect that they're going to get their chance next year, but probably important. Henry Shefton and this group to retain players as well because like there is players pushing on but you don't really want any of these players to be retiring no Jesus no absolutely not like because like even like them players you know at different stages this year were, were super like you know I mean like Dahi Burke was he definitely got man of the match a couple of times it was there thereabouts Garage Mack like is 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 a huge competitor like and and like a huge guy for lads to look up to like his attitude the way he trains the way he minds himself like all of these guys have huge attributes you know they, 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 
you, you need to keep them involved in it. Like definitely, like Davy was Davy Burke was a huge loss to that group. Like definitely a leader, and a, you know, I suppose since with Davy not there this year, you know, Joe gone last year, you've got two very vocal, I suppose, leaders on the pitch not there, and maybe we were lacking a bit of that, like uh, with some of our older guys, but because a lot of them will lead with the way they play as opposed to talking about it. So. But it is, as you said earlier, like it's important that the likes of Joe and Joe Cooney and, and Garage Mack and these guys stay around and that the seniors, the senior management keep them because I think they're they're a brilliant influence on what's coming behind them. And and they definitely have a role to play. But again, it may not be for a 70 minute game. It may be 70 minutes in some games, depending on who you're playing. But we probably do need, and they know themselves, they, they need to we need we need to strengthen the squad a little bit, yeah. When you worked with the guys in your earliest under Shane O'Neill in 2020, mm. 2021, like you obviously know up close and personal how much leaders them players are. Yeah, and like they are like them guys would have really like you know they're 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 a fantastic bunch. I have huge respect for them. They like every I suppose senior squad now, like they're gonna go they do everything like to to, to get there like I was I was down at the physio in Acton Roy yesterday and I, I seen Cahal Cahal Mannion in the gym like yesterday morning down in, in Acton Roy like so that you know it doesn't stop for these guys like they, they'll 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 do as much as they can but I suppose again I just came back to the fact like more so the guys that, that have been there for the last three or four years and ten years whatever it is they need help now like so they need these younger guys to start pushing them a little bit harder like we need to be pushing all of these guys a little bit harder on the pitch but like we are finding players as well like and Jack Grealish and Tom Anaheim kind of they've got new leases of life over the last two years with Henry and the lads and have turned into two seriously good players I think Darren Morrissey is turning into a fine player now like he, he's, he's he's definitely a leader in that group and then um, like TJ Brennan I thought was very good at times this year um, and probably a little bit unlucky to, to lose his place but a, a really good player as well and um, Kevin Cooney it looks like he's a forward that's going to take a, take one of those forward berths and Evan of course like has been an unbelievable free taker for us so like the lads are developing <clears throat> developing players I suppose it's developing lads a little bit more now to strengthen our panel With that we had uh, David Lennon on the podcast a few weeks ago he was talking about how when he got dropped off to senior panel, it was the same time Tom Monaghan got dropped. He was just saying, like, since that, he's seen his development. As an own club man, have you seen how much he's developed since that time? Yeah, look, at, um, that was a tough time, especially for me being part of the management and, uh, and I playing with Tom in Crowell and uh, being good friends with Tom and, and his brothers and his family and all that. And I, I, spoke, I spoke to Tom on numerous occasions at the time. Um, but look at Tom he's, uh, he's an unbelievable um, competitor and like you know during those COVID times I remember being down you know obviously places were closed and certain places were closed and the amount of times I would have seen him down there maybe with one other guy maybe one of his brothers doing hard work hard sessions on his own like the work that Tom put in probably mostly in, in 2021 really like uh, to get back up for for the following and to get brought back onto the panel is a testament from like because nobody worked harder than Tom Onahan and I, and I can I can safely say that from what I've seen myself and like I worked with and we, we myself and Brian were 
were involved with the Crowell lads in, we got to the semi-final in 22, like, and, and Tom was exceptional for us. But, like, Tom went away and, and physically developed himself, though, as well, like, and, you know, Tom knew he had to work on his pace, like, and, and that's something now that he has. He's one of our quickest players and our, he's an ideal player, like, with the way the game has gone to play around that middle third area and look for and be a link man. And he knows himself, he probably has to work a little bit harder with his use of the ball. Like, but, you know, when Tom, Tom gets on a lot of ball, he's guaranteed uh, probably three or four points from playing a game. And <clears throat> again, with a year on again, I'm sure with his experience he, and his use of the ball will improve as well. Like, but um, yeah, look, at it was a tough time, very tough time for Tom. But I think it's a testament to him. Like some guys would have probably could have younger lads like that might have thrown in the towel. But for the likes of Jack and for the likes of Tom to come back and nail places on the team for the last two years, you'd have nothing but respect for them. And like hopefully they'll they'll keep going for another uh, good few years to come. I'd say that was a really tough experience there as you're talking about like to have like obviously it wasn't your full decision in the end, like dropping off talent, but being involved in the setup and like ultimately the players do get dropped and stuff, but I'd say for you, from your own perspective, that was a real tough decision and difficult time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but look at that's it's tougher for Tom. Like you know, it was you know as opposed to it's not a nice situation for me to be in. But when you're in management and look at I I had a good bit of experience uh, with our own lads as well. I was playing and managing our own seniors for a good few years, so there was plenty of hard phone calls to be made, and that's part of it when you are in management. Unfortunately, it's not the nice part of it. But it's the part of it. I'm sure every manager would say the same thing. Like it's it's when you're making those calls or when you're involved in those that decision making, it's it's not easy, it's not nice. And it's look at whatever however tough it is for a management, it's it's a lot tougher for the player that's receiving that information. So again, the really, really good players, the really strong-minded players will take that, you know, take that knock and use it to, to build themselves back up again and become come back as stronger players. And, and I think that's that's that couldn't be more evident than Tom Anahan. Like I've nothing but huge admiration, huge respect for him. He's like, as I said, I'm involved with our nines and tens there. And he's he's our uh, he's our main player in the club and someone that everybody looks up to, like myself, the you know, and, and, and older players and the the kids themselves, like, you know, he's he's an idol around Crowell and he's, you know, we're very lucky to have him in the club as as a senior player for Galway. I think he's one of the better lads there. And um, yeah, look, at, we're lucky to have him. And, and thankfully he was, you know, he was, he, he came back and, 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 and showed us that it was the wrong decision at the time um, and to kick on and made the team for the last few years. That's a really important thing in any club though, having a player in a county setup. <clears throat> Yeah, look at it, it is. It is important, and I suppose over the last ten or twelve years in our own club, we've had a good few guys there, you know, in around it. Like so, it does. Like, and I mean, it gives you that. I think I find it more important. I think for the younger players that there's someone there they can they see on the television, or they go to games, you know, earlier on in the season there in the stadium or wherever, and they see one of your own club players that's down at the pitch with them. Like, and Tom is there. This week there and, and next week with the cool camps in Crawhall himself and you know Keenan Fahey I'll mention as well and our giant man um just lives up the road from me here uh, where I live but um he's our GDA there in the club and like he's a great guy to have around as well like so 
I suppose a lot of our young guys really look up to Keenan and look up to, to Tom. Obviously, Tom being a crowd player, but Keenan does a lot of work in our schools as well. And definitely another guy that the young guys really look up to. So yeah, no, it's it's it is it's great to to keep the guys at it because look at there's so much out there for young guys at the moment, different sports and different codes and that. And obviously we want them hurling and to have someone like him around the club is 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 important and yeah, very beneficial. The club championship in the hurling now is approaching and um, fairly uh, three weeks away as far as I'm aware. There's a different dynamic this year, obviously, in senior A, you have your four groups of four, and it's it's fairly cutthroat as well, if you look at it this year, like with your four groups of four, top two only uh, coming out. Yeah, it is, but I think it's it's no harm, and I think it led to the championship. I think it's I think it's well time we got down to 16 teams, um, and it should be a good, a good championship, and Every game is important, um, and I think the, the championship is evening up out a bit. Like obviously, St Thomas's are probably a little bit ahead of everybody else, going on all they've won for the last few years, and and definitely the team to beat. But look at everyone goes into it with a good bit of optimism, and you know everyone can be taken down on any any particular day. So I'm sure clubs are are really ramping things up at the moment to get ready for for three weeks time. Be it still as Beck Thomas's to win this year? Yeah, I think they'll be there, thereabouts. Yeah, you know, I do. I think they'll be, they're the team to beat. They've, um, they're getting back Shane, Shane Cooney, and, and David Sherry there as well. Like, so they're only getting stronger. And I've no doubt David Burke will be back at some stage if they get through the, the earlier rounds. Um, if anyone is going to get back from a cruciate as fast as possible, it'll be David Burke. So I'd expect to see him at some stage as well. Um, but do you know what? Thomas's have dealt with without big players for the last few years, and it hasn't it hasn't hampered them. Like so, I know they've lost David, but they they've, they've gained two really good players back again. So yeah, because at the moment I can't see anyone stop them. No. Just with that, um, obviously Lockray challenged them last year. They are one team. I know it's early on, and you can't read too much into club hurling league, but they did mm-hmm. win it, and they. Yeah. they they look strong again this year, so you would expect them to be challenging Thomas's this year. Yeah, there's probably a few clubs, the likes of Lockray, the likes of Turlock, and these guys who have a lot of good, who have a good age profile and a lot of good young players. Like so, yeah, it probably is a big year for Lockray now. Um, obviously they did a good league campaign there again, and they have a lot of good quality young players. And I've seen it myself there firsthand. Like so. You know, even with the guys we have at minor this year, they'll be kicking on for next year with them. So they're, they're doing a lot of good work in Lockray, and I'm sure Tommy and the lads there they'll be they'll definitely be knocking on the door. They'll they'll want to their their main objective this year will be to, to lift that Tom Cannon Cup, and uh, they'll probably be disappointed if they don't. But I think there's there's a few teams in the same in the same bracket, like so. Yeah, be interesting. You still enjoying playing intermediate hurling, Fergus? Still enjoying, yeah. I still enjoy playing, trying anyway. Um, but um, yeah, look at we've, I suppose, for us and the second team in the club, we'd have a lot of young players. So I suppose if you, if you can help out any of these guys in any way you can, like you know, even though I'm, I'm pushing on a, a good bit at this stage, but uh, it's nice to get down there for a couple of hours a week and 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 hit a few balls. And once the body holds up and uh, I can contribute on some level, um, yeah, we keep it going. Yeah, look at. Can't play forever, and I'm definitely running out of time at this stage. So, um, but I find it enjoyable. It's it's grand. You're going down there, and again, 
there's a lot of young guys down there and it's it's a good way of connecting with them and having a bit of crack and stuff and for me that's the most important thing at my stage anyway it's enjoyment no more than i said being part of the the management or the minor management it's you do stuff like this while you enjoy it and while i'm able so i know i know i know i'm running out of time and i know i'll be longer when i won't be able to do anything but um at the moment if i can contribute and and keep it going yeah we'll, 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 we'll give it a go anyway that's all uh, we have time for on our podcast uh, for today. Um, a massive thank you to Fergus Eady for coming on.